Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, our loyal, audible viewers of the Get Around Podcast. The Get Around Podcast does in, indeed still exist. Uh, we took an extended, extended break. Uh, I'll say that I think we went a little bit longer than we had expected to, uh, but with the holidays and, and people being off and things having to be done out, outside of the pod, uh, priorities were, were taken. We, we took at least a month, right? I think uh, the last three, podcast three was, like December, yeah. was like December 13th, mm-hmm. uh, right, around, right around there, and here we are sitting uh, January 17th, uh, recording episode 238 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Brendan Queeley. Joining me uh, is James Cook, our senior sports reporter, and Jordan Puente. Um, boys, uh, I hope things are, are going well. So since we're coming back from break, I figure that we would open up uh, with our, our question of the week. Uh, and I've got a bonus one after this as well. Um, but for you guys when you were kids, uh, and uh, Jordan, you're much closer to being a kid than uh, yeah. James or myself. Um, but w- what was the tougher comeback to school uh, for you? Was it after summer break or, or after Christmas, the holiday break? Holiday break was the hardest to come back from. It's especially like when you're in high school and you come back from a winter break, like you're at home for almost two weeks. So and then you're expected to go back in a classroom and sit for six periods of classes after they're probably doing nothing for two weeks. That's hard. Like it's mental. Like mentally, it's hard. And then you, especially if you don't like school and you have to go back, it's like okay, like. Now, for me, it was winter break. It was always winter break. Even in college, it yeah. was winter break. And, and coming back from, from winter break, it doesn't have the same excitement as coming back from, from summer break. Because when you come back from summer break, you're like, well, I'm starting a new grade, uh, new classes, new people. This will be fun. When you're coming back from winter break, you're like, same teachers, the same, same old, people. Same old. Yeah. Okay. I got to get and, back. And to make matters worse, they have, like, we just had a holiday yesterday. So you just came back for a week, and then you have another four-day weekend. And then in a few weeks, you we'll have another, like, four-day weekend. So that that has, like, that's, that has always thrown me off. It, so now that I'm done with school, it's very interesting to see that from afar. But, yeah, it was always one to break. Agreed, definitely. Summer is just so long that you just you build up some excitement for going back. Yes. Whereas yeah. winter is a couple weeks, maybe, and so you're just getting used to not doing anything. And right. suddenly you got to yeah. not not do anything. Yeah, you've got, sometimes it takes like that, you know, at least a few days to kind of decompress and get out of being in school mode. Even um, for teachers. Whereas, I know for whereas teachers. Whereas the, with the summer break, uh, when you're coming back from that, you're like, sweet. Not only like, you know, uh, all, all this is new, but like, I got... If you were lucky, you know, new clothes, new backpack, new school supplies. You're like, sweet, I got an awesome trapper keeper that I can't wait to show off to all my friends. But this is, you know, more elementary school and middle school and stuff like that. But Trapper keepers yeah, are making a, a comeback. There was, trapper keepers are. I, I uh, yeah, so. I've, I, I've I, heard they're making a comeback. I was uh, I, I was a big five-star guy. I liked five-star oh, five a lot. Five-star folders, I loved those. Uh, the ones with a nice glossy finish on them. Yeah. I had to have really nice ones, and uh, they were all different colors for my different subjects. 
Uh, I was very particular, uh, uh, weird, but I I think that's pretty common, right? Everyone has different color folders for different subjects, right? Or is that yeah. just me? Uh, no, I did that. Yeah, I, I did not do that. How did all. you How did you break it down? Let's Let's go over this <laughs> because <laughs> I don't remember it, what color was what class. Okay, well, let's say if you had a if a, if you had a blue folder, what was? Do you remember what you would pick that for? I what class remember. you picked whatever that for? I happened to just whatever happened order I happened to put him in the in the trapper keeper and <laughs> the order Jordan, of the did you have like okay so I'll go over this for me and I'll I'll tell you guys how, how weird I am so like green was usually science um, blue was usually um, like geography or history or something like that um, red was usually composition so like my English class or something like that yellow was was math and I don't have any reasoning behind this at all. That's just how I, I how I normally did it. And I know that there are people out there who are just like me and who are are very particular. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sure there's someone listening to this podcast right now and going like, "How dare you use red for composition? Red is only for history, or red is only for math." Like, I I, I know there are people who are listening to this podcast going, "We're probably flipping out and going, no, it is it is this." Blue is obviously science, and you're so dumb for picking it for for history or geography. Mm. Um, but I'm like, science is green. That, make, that like, makes sense. I tried. You know, blue blue, blue I for ge- geography. That makes sense. I tried, but blue, I, you know, the oceans. I couldn't do I that. Right. I, 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 I find myself that. being yeah. way way more OCD now. I don't. I don't think I was OCD necessarily as a kid. <laughs> I know. But I, I know. Am, I was. But now I am. No. Now I'm way OCD. Like. There was a peri- there was a period where it was kind of bad. Like I was that kid who, when you open your backpack, you had a bunch of papers, and it's just like all like smashed into one. Like unfortunately, that's how I was in school. And then by the time I got older to like junior senior, then I started becoming a little more organized. But no, like I even had, uh, you know, those gym backpacks that people have, like those du- like the zips. The, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But you get it if you're. I got a track team or something. So I had, I had one binder, very thin binder, and just used that gym backpack as my bag my entire junior year. So I was not no OCD in any way. Basically, I just went to school, showed up. Hey, how's it going? And just did. Yeah, I needed to be organized. Yeah. And very, very meticulously organized. Um, so, all right, bonus question of the week. Um, so I, I'm assuming you guys watch playoff football over the weekend. Yes? Oh yeah. A little bit. Wild card games. Okay. Have a, have... So my question of the week comes from, uh, all of the commercials that were played on repeat oh, over geez. and over again. After this weekend, which would you rather not eat the Whopper, 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 <laughs> Junior double bacon Whopper, um, or the Rudy Tooty fresh and fruity from, <laughs> Uh, for my hop, because I'm pretty sure they played those two commercials every single break. It seemed like. Hey, they brought back the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. They used to, hey, that was, they used, yeah, that they used to smack. But what would I not eat? I would eat that Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. I didn't, I didn't see either of those. I must have not been paying attention to the commercials whatsoever. Oh, man, they played them what? but every I did, time, but I did dude. go back on YouTube and find the Mandalorian trailer and watch that again and again. You will. 
Like that whole commercial, I swear, I can. Wow, James, I don't know how you escaped those. Uh, yeah, how do you? I mean, I, I, I had the games on in the background while I was while I was working, and like was being frustrated by how often I had to hear Whopper, 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 Junior Double Bacon Whopper. Well, I watched the Cowboys game yeah. while I was taking prep calls last night, <laughs> and then I watched the Vikings Giants um, at a restaurant in Traverse City, and they didn't have the volume on. Oh, so I didn't well, get the volume. Okay. Yeah, you missed right. out on the Whopper right. Whopper theme song. Yeah, you watch well, it if you watch well, games on worry. Saturday. They'll play it. Yeah. And yeah. Sunday they'll play it. Yeah. If never you watch TV it. at all with commercials, it'll it'll pop up. Oh, all right, yeah. uh, let's get into um, our area code game before we get into the pulse, and then of course uh, later on we're getting into uh, James's interview with uh, Trevor City. Central uh, Varsity Girls basketball players Hallie Warner and Sophie Simon. That'll be coming up a little bit later. James uh, has uh, billed this as a, uh, a a wonderful, very entertaining, very funny interview that he did uh, with these uh, two Trojans here uh, on uh, who are off to a, a fast start with the girls basketball team. Uh, yeah, this I didn't year. make so it funny. Sure yeah, there we go. So, well, you you built it up like you've. You've told us. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I'll listen to it tonight when I am uh, uh, editing uh, the podcast. Uh, but we have that coming up uh, a little bit later on um, and uh, the rest of the show as well. But let's get into the uh, our area code game. So we chose for 238 the last time, and so we'll be picking for 239 uh, coming up next week. Um, so, James, if did you have it written down? What do we pick for area code 238? I do have it written down somewhere. Wow. <clears throat> uh, Brendan, you had Colorado. Okay. Uh, I had New Jersey, and Jordan had Pennsylvania. For Abbey Elementary. Oh, yeah. I know my yeah, mine was uh, White Castle. Yeah. Hell, you were, go to White Castle. You just came back and you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what Colorado was for you, Brendan. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what Colorado was for me either, but that's okay. Um, so it looks like the the country code is Cape Verde, and then the U.S. area code is Fort Myers, Florida. 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 So none of yeah. us are very close at all. Jordan would probably be closest no. to Pennsylvania, I think. But we that we we Remember? was it 150 miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know that any of us get the wins. I don't think yeah, any so of us are think, close. No one's close. I don't think anyone's no. close. That's a pretty. You basically have to be in the state, yeah, for much. 150 miles to or adjoining to win. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, two, three, nine. What are your guesses, guys? I can get us started because I just finished my my rewatch of this, and in fact, uh, my 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 dad is uh, starting his first watch of this show, um, and I don't know if you guys have Amazon Prime, uh-huh. um, but Reacher. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched that, Reacher. Um, it's the television adaptation of the books that were adapted into movies uh, with Tom, Tom Cruise uh, playing yeah. Jack I've Reacher. Of, of course, now now the, the main criticism of the Tom Cruise movies was that the character Jack Reacher um, is a, a huge human being, a, a big guy, and Tom Cruise obviously is not. Um, so they have corrected that in, in the, the television series because uh, the guy that plays Jack Reacher uh, is a monster, um, and it's a, it's really entertaining, very very well done. You know, 
lots of violence, which is great because you know if you like John Wick, you'll like Reacher. Yeah. Uh, I, I think is kind of um, how I'll put it, and it's even okay. uh, a little. It's got uh, more of a sense of humor and a, a better heart, I think, than than John Wick. Does it have um, Boban? But <laughs> it it does not have Boban. Boban is not in in Reacher, but it takes place in um, a town, Margrave, uh, Georgia. So I will go with the state of Georgia or Margrave, Atlanta, that kind of area. So I'll, I'll take that for uh, for the area code two three nine. Oh, that's so funny. okay. I'm gonna have to change mine up because I was gonna go with Georgia. Oh man, Sam! But I oh, have a back, really? but I have a backup. Gonna... So I'll put on, I'll put my okay. Georgia off until next week. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go Utah for Airwolf. Wow. Oh which, wow! Which, going back to the '80s, baby. Yeah. Wow. Going Hell back yeah. to going back to '80s bad action. I mean, it doesn't oh, hold up. God. I don't think it holds up at all. But when I was a kid, that was like appointment viewing. Like, it, oh, I loved watching that Airwolf and it was, A-Team I... yep. <laughs> oh, A-Team and all that. Those those shows now are just probably... If you if I went back and watched them, that would probably just be... That would kill some of my childhood. I yeah, think, shows I think I would not do it. Because <laughs> I went back and watched Highlander as an adult, and I was like, holy crap, this is garbage. Why did I like this when I was a kid? Uh, All right. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, I got mine. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna do Atlanta, the show Atlanta, because that's what I was currently watching. All three of us were gonna go with Georgia. We were all gonna go Georgia. Jesus, what are the odds on that? Literally, I was thinking Atlanta because I was watching Atlanta, which is a good show, by the way. Um, I am going. James, what show were you watching that was in? Georgia. Yeah. I was going to go old school again on that and go Dukes of Hazard. Oh. Wow. wow. Okay. This is wild. <laughs> this is insane. Wow. Different generations, okay. too. Uh, I'm going with... I'm gonna, the, you know what? I'm, I almost want to look it up right now to see if it is Georgia. Oh, if it is, that would be freaky. It, it is not. Okay. It is not Georgia. So oh. um, I'm immediately wrong, which is fine. Um, James, you are not right either. Uh, so you uh, Jordan, haven't said we're not wrong, let's, so there's a chance. Let's let's, let's see. Uh, Jordan, what, yeah, go with yours, man. Uh, well, I'll, I'll stay away from the state of Georgia, it seems like. Uh, anyways, I'm going to go, because I started re-watching this, because I, I know the show's coming back soon. And I, I cannot wait to say this. But uh, based out of New York, I'm going to Secession. Oh, nice. All right. Very good. Uh, I, I love that show. Um, all right, sweet. So there we go. Um, so what Jordan, was, you're what not was right that either. New Spoiler York. alert. New York. I'm pretty sure it's New York. Yeah, New York. Yeah. New York City yeah. is specific. That's wrong. That's wrong too. That's wrong too. But we'll we'll go. Well, over we all are. So we already know. Because morning was New York. We already know we're yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whatever. We're wrong so all much. Right. Okay. Uh, let's get into uh, the pulse. We just had the. Uh, Within the last couple of weeks, we've had the first uh, polls from the Michigan Associated Press come out uh, regarding girls and boys basketball. Uh, but that's not what I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, for the first time, I think this season, or at least first time that they're putting it out on, on, a, on a weekly basis, the MHSAA is releasing their power ratings uh, for girls and boys basketball. Uh, and it it's a mathematical formula on how they rank the, the top 20 teams in each division uh, in the state, 
and then how that will play out in terms of seeding uh, in the in the district tournament when uh, when the playoffs come around. So it's more of a mathematical thing and not and, and much less uh, a voting thing. But no matter what, the equations can still is it uh, the mess NPR up rating? NPR, uh, NPI, yeah, NPR, NPI, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's what they that's use for the how they do it. But it's still, uh, you know, what's interesting about that is now we can kind of debate like using that mathematical formula against the eye test uh, and, and and things like that. So I kind of wanted to go over and against the uh, AP rundown. test. Oh yeah, and the yes. See how far it is away from the what the AP has. Wow. So. <laughs> looking at uh, looking at the boys basketball, um, and we'll get into the girl. We'll, we're going to do a, a, a more in depth one on the boys basketball this week, and we'll look more in depth on the girls next week. I, I figure that's only fair since we've got uh, a, about a thirty four thirty five minute interview uh, with a couple of girls mm-hmm. basketball players. We'll we'll devote our discussion here to the boys. Um, looking at uh, Division One uh, in uh, in Division One, the only one that we have uh, in the top twenty is at number eight, and that's uh, Petoskey. Uh, they're sitting at seven and three, uh, but they've lost their, their last two. Um, but to really good to teams. Division, yes, yeah. to Division II, uh number 18 Cadillac, losing to them in overtime, 68 to 65, and then losing to Division two number seven, uh, Ludington, uh, 56 to, to 48. And then their only other loss um, is to... Uh, Undefeated and Division One number three Grand Haven, uh, and then yeah. they've got quality wins over Grayling and Elk Rapids, uh, and uh, season high uh, seventy nine points they put up against the uh, Muskegon Heights. Um, looking at uh, w- what you've seen uh, here, I'll, I'll kind of go through uh, everything. Division Two, uh, Boyne City is at number four. Uh, Cadillac is at eighteen. Um, Division three, uh, I don't know. We've got Elk Rapids at fifteen and Benzie Central at eighteen, uh, and then Division four, of course, Lake Leon St. Mary, which is ranked number one in the AP poll, is actually number two here uh, to Taylor Trillium Academy, which I've never heard of, by the way. No, they're not um, even in the uh, AP rankings. <clears throat> they're not even in the AP rankings. They weren't okay, even discussed. That's, that's interesting. Okay, that's weird. That's uh, interesting. And at number eight, Gaylord St. Mary, number nine, Traverse City Christian. Uh, and then, yeah, so I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts uh, on these. I, I, I've included, you know, their records. We can go over that as well. And, of course, some of the biggest omissions, and I think we'll get to the real big omissions when we get to uh, Division Three. But is there anything that kind of jumped out at you here? I guess that Taylor Trillium Academy is in the, the AP rankings. They're number five. Oh. Tied for number oh, five okay. in the oh. AP rankings. Okay. Where Lake Lelanau is number one. Yeah. So. Yeah, the one that kind of sticks out to me is the the omission of Glen Lake. And yeah. I mean, I know that the boys this year are still in Division Three, whereas the, bo- the girls got moved out of Division Four because mm-hmm. they're both right on that cusp. But there's because there's slightly different number of teams that have boys and girls teams. Uh, they're bumped up to Division Three. Same thing happened, I think, a couple years ago to Mesick where the girls and the boys were in different divisions because they were just right on that edge. Right. Um, so I, I think, I, you know, I'm kind of curious why Glen Lake isn't in the top 20 there. Um, yeah, and obviously St. Francis. Like, that 
that seems odd as well. Those are the two biggest ones. So we're looking at Division Three. So you, you talked about Glen Lake, and I've, I put some notes on here. Um, they've won seven in a row since that uh, season opening loss to Elk Rapids, Jordan, which you were at that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll say this, Glen Lake kind of lost that game at the end, yep. right? They, yep. they weren't making their free throws down yep. the stretch, and that hurt them. And it was a two-point loss, 41-39. to 39. Um, But they've won their last seven, and I think this is the most incredible part. Their average margin of victory for those seven wins is 34 points. So they're not just winning games. They're destroying teams. That's crazy. Um, and uh, once we get to our uh, Athlete of the Week nominations, we'll talk a little bit more about Luke Hazelton um, and how great he's been lately. But, uh, yeah, scoring 89 and 88 points in their last two wins uh, over Buckley and Sutton's Bay. Um, and then you look yeah. at St. Francis. Uh, they're six and one. Their only loss is to undefeated and number three Grand Haven, which we mentioned. Which was uh, also at a tournament. That was at a tournament too. Yeah. So like, I don't know how yeah. that can be a factor. Like, just personally, like, if you lose at a tournament, I don't know why that should disqualify you for, I suppose, like the polls that we're all sitting here talking about. Because like, yeah. they're at a tournament. Like, they're the best teams are at this tournament. And obviously, if you lose, it impacts how seedings go for March. So, essentially, like, when I talk to coaches, they're like, yeah, we lost this tournament, lost this tournament. In my mind, I'm like, man, that's that stinks because it's going to mess up with how, like, the seedings that we're all talking about right now. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why San Francis is penalized for losing to a great Grand Haven team, but has continued to put up wins. So, that goes for all the other teams too that I'm assuming have lost, but lost in the tournament. So that's my yeah, two cents. I, I I look in in Division Two and Cadillac. Uh, they're down at number eighteen. Uh, James, where are they in the AP poll? Are they ranked? Uh, no, the they're Cat- not. The they're not in the boys? top ten, but they're just outside. Okay. They're okay. they're like twelve or thirteen or fourteen, somewhere there. They're getting a decent amount okay. of votes. Wow. Yeah, because this this Cadillac team is is one that I think we're going to want to pay attention to uh, through this season. I don't know why, but like for some reason, my my spidey sense is tingling with this Cadillac team, and I think they're going to be uh, special. I could be wrong. I, I've been good. wrong pretty much most of my life. Um, but they're they're seven and one right now. They had that win over Petoskey. Yeah. Uh, their only loss was by one point. Um, and that was against the Mount Pleasant team that that's seven and three. Um, what what teams so far this basketball season, and the teams either on this list or not on this list, uh, are are the ones that have stuck out to you? Um, obviously, we have uh, the, the 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 obvious in Lakeland and Lake Lila, St. Mary. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess the, to go back to the MPR rating that you were talking about, I'm wondering if Glen Lake's. 30, averaging 34 points margin of victory is counting against them because I wonder if the computer throws out games that are blowouts and doesn't count them. Well, that is our. Oh, okay. If that is the that case, that would be weird. That would be weird. Um, there's some. I don't know. I don't know the exact how the, exactly the NPR works, but there are some of those um, computer rankings that do that, where it's they they don't give you a credit for. Playing a bad team and beating them by fifty. 
Like you just don't get anything. Because I mean, if this is the actual rankings in Division Three for NPR points, which is determined seeding, the number one seed in that district in Lake City, which is going to mm-hmm. be maybe the best district that we have, is going to be Benzie Central mm-hmm. in a district that has Glen Lake and St. Francis in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we're going to have some complaints over the... Uh, the equation, but then again, this is very early. This is this only is very this is very very early. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Benzie's not a bad team. No, they're not. They're, they are. I think Benzie, no, Benzie by the end a, of the season Benzie's could a be team. a team right up there. And again, they lost. <laughs> the only loss was in a tournament. So we're back to the same same situation. Like all these losses are from tournaments that they sign up for. But I don't know how that can be a penalty for. Going and playing against bigger, better teams, which is what coaches get is there, their whole entire. Is there a team other than other than Lake Leon St. Mary that for you guys is, is setting off your your spidey senses as as one who could uh, who could be in for a long postseason run? Why not St. Francis? Yeah, I think who why whoever, not whoever gets out of that district. Yeah, St. Francis, Benzie, Glen Lake. That's that's going to be a tough district. <laughs> and why is playing out of his mind? Mm-hmm. Is is the D four district? Is that our local one? Is that going to have Lake Linnell St. Mary, Gaylord St. Mary, and Traverse City Christian in it? And Buckley maybe. My, it's, I know it's, Buckley it's, has been pretty disappointing so far. It's TC Academy, Lake Linnell, Leland, Sutton's Bay, and TC Christian. Wow. Okay, so just Lake Linnell St. Mary and, and TC Christian, that that will be your district championship game. Um, I'm I'm calling that right now. Um, not January seventeenth no on a Tuesday. Already calling it. Nice, nice. But I'll, I I will say. You should write that down. Got to write that down. Yeah, Buckley is in a district with Mesick, Forest Area, Marion, McBain, and MC, and Mesick. Okay. That's not, that's not a whole so, district either. I mean, you got NMC, Masick, Buckley. All Buckley's playing some pretty decent ball, considering they've had some injuries, some guys out. Yeah, yeah. If they can get, if Buckley can get right, they can be dangerous, and I can see mm-hmm. uh, a, a good championship game there between Masick and and, and Buckley uh, for sure. Um, looking at uh, our our lone Division One team. Uh, James, you'll have a chance to see a little bit of the Petoskey boys uh, on Friday when you head there for uh, the doubleheader against Traverse City Central and girls and boys basketball. Um, what do we think about this uh, Petoskey team? And, uh, you know, as I said, their, their three losses have all been quality losses. Very quality, like high quality. Well, those three teams that they've lost to have a total of one loss between them. Wow. And that was that was one from Cadillac, and I think that Cadillac loss was only by like a point to somebody. Wow, you know, so yeah, to like they're not a traditional three loss team. I think Petoskey looks deep. They've got Trudeau leading them this year, and yep. but they they just seem to get a lot of production from other players too. He seems like a player who can take over games, but in those other parts of the time when you need somebody else to be able to keep the foot on the, on the, on the gas pedal. He's got those other people around him. 
Any other uh, omissions you guys uh, want to talk about? I, in in Division Two, I, I had mentioned Grayling. I know Grayling's sitting there at, at five and three, uh, but their losses have come against pretty good teams, especially Point City. Mm-hmm. Point City is is another one that we're going to have to, keep you know, really keep an eye on. They they are going to be so good, and um, with Alex Calcaterra, Mason Wilcox, th- that team is going to be super talented. I. I can see them playing in the regional championship game for sure. Um, nice. And Boyne and Grayling I, I, are in the same district. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Grayling is, it, it, it's an, they're kind of an, an odd team because they've got good wins, but the, the losses are, are kind of weird as well. Uh, Ethan Kaharik is uh, great. I know he's taken over as point guard there. Uh, but he's a great scorer for Grayling. I think they just need uh, a couple more guys. They, they're definitely missing not having Dylan Craig uh, and Caleb Call this season. You're kind of two high flyers that you had that were just insanely athletic that made that team uh, what they were um, last season. Um, and a physical and then, guy like Sparty Skiller in the middle. <laughs> exactly. having the And a guy that everyone can just rally around uh, with Sparty who could get that team get that team going uh and then the only one that i saw in, in division four was uh was frankfurt who's sitting at seven three uh and th- their only real knock was a two-point loss to to lake city who's three and six their other losses were to uh lake Cleveland, st mary and benzie central who are both uh ranked um any final thoughts on this before we uh just quickly run down the uh the girls any uh recognition for ellsworth I mean, I saw. Yeah, that's a good point. No Ellsworth I, either. I forgot. I forgot. Like about I, I had a look because I didn't see. I wasn't. We were talking Division Four, and I was like, "Wait, I think they're Division Four. Most of the losses. I mean, Mackinac City. I mean, they're above five. They're above five hundred team. Travis City Christian. I mean, that's it's probably one of those losses where it's like, uh, we gotta take them. And then they got lost to Elk Rapids. So obviously, we, we were just talking about Elk Rapids. Mm-hmm. So Ellsworth's another team. Yeah, Never they're going to be in a tough district, too. Exactly. I mean, they've got Gaylord St. Mary in their district. And Central oh. Lake, Central Lake, who has two top scorers uh, in our area, and, and Bel Air, who's a, you know, hey. they have four sophomores starting for them, so they could be a completely different team by the end of the season than what we've seen. Let's see, four sophomores? All right. Uh, looking over at the uh, at the girls' uh, power ratings uh, that came out on Monday, uh, Traverse City Central is sitting at number thirteen in Division One. There are only representative there uh, in D one. We don't have anyone in Division two. Uh, in Division three, uh, Traverse City St. Francis, Lake City, uh, or I'm sorry, St. Francis at number six. Lake City is at thirteen, and then in Division four, uh, Glen Lake is at number two. Their only loss coming to Traverse City Central. Uh, Gaylord St. Mary at number 12. Uh, Johannesburg Lewiston at 14. And then Undefeated Brethren at 16. And Frankfurt at 20. So a lot uh, in, in D4. Um, real quickly, uh, before we get to our interview uh, with uh, Hallie and, and, and Sophie, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this Traverse City Central team, James. Um, uh, more, more to you. Were you expecting Traverse City Central to come out and have this good of a start to the season? Because I, I I'll, I'll admit, I wasn't. 
I didn't. I, I, if I would have, I wouldn't have said they would be nine and one at this point. I mean, because they've went out and they've played a pretty tough schedule as well in the non-conference. Um, we knew they were a young and up-and-coming team. I think they're just ahead of schedule or ahead of what yeah, we I thought, thought they the were a year was. away. I thought they were a year away. I thought they would take some steps this year, uh, and then the next two years after this, they, they would be a, a really competitive team. But they're making that huge leap this year. I mean, their only loss is again in a tournament against Northville, and then if, if they had won that, they would be what ten and zero, which is I don't think they've yeah. been ten and zero in a long, long time. Your point about the point about tournaments, I think, is interesting. If depending on when they are, if they're those tournaments that are right around the holidays, then yeah, I don't know if I'd hold a, a loss to a team to a good opponent as much yeah. there because that Northville game. And the girls will talk about it a little bit in the interview coming up. You know, that was a four-hour drive. And that's eight days after they last it was played. A, it was a doubleheader, so the boys were playing then, too. So they crammed the boys and girls team on the same bus and took them on a four-hour drive down there. They got there and had, and I think it took a little bit longer than they expected to get down there, and they had to rush through warm-ups, even. And See, like, come on. They, they, like, they even kind of admitted there like, that... that they weren't really into it. See? Yeah. And it's like eight days. And but it, they learned from that. Oh, yeah. It's also like eight days since they last played. Like, they played on the 20th, and they yeah, played the tournament Yeah, it was, over, tournament a week, it was over a week off. And you got Christmas, you got the holidays, and we were just talking about going back to school for break and all that stuff. That's crazy. Like, I get why they schedule it. I really do, but wow. That's okay. Do what you got to do. Respect that. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on, on that? Well, like I said, we'll get more into the girls' rankings uh, next week. We'll have a, a deeper discussion about that. But I just wanted to throw those out uh, for for this week to, to give you guys kind of a baseline of, of where things have started. Uh, the first two weeks that these power ratings have been released. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, what, it's that's good, what I can take from this. It's good to see Brethren getting some notice, too. Thank you. Exactly. After this start that they've had of the season. I mean, 11-0 now. Never been 11-0, ever. It's really exciting uh, to see uh, Brethren doing what they're doing, and, and hopefully that success uh, continues. One thing that I cannot, like, I have to add, that gym was packed Friday. I, when I say packed, I mean I couldn't find parking. Let's put it that way. Like, that's, that's cool to see. It's cool to see. I, that's enjoy, awesome. I enjoy stuff like that. That is awesome. All right, well, let's get into James's interview with Traverse City Central varsity girls basketball players Hallie Warner and Sophie Simon. Podcast is happy to bring on Traverse City Central girls basketball players Hallie Warner and Sophie Simon. Thanks for spending your holiday afternoon here. Yeah, of course. Joining us in the studio here on Monday. Um, you guys are coming off two pretty big wins last week. Uh, first over your rivals TC West, yeah. and then over the number one ranked team in Division Three in Glen Lake. Uh, just talk a little bit. I guess let's start with the West game. How how different was that game? You know, you had the the whole purple game thing around it, and and then playing your rivals, and winning it. 
How, just talk about that game. Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, it was really fun. We were all really excited for the game, and, like, we prepared a lot. Um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I don't know. Our past, like, last year with West, we were super competitive with them. Um, and I they, I, Sorry, but no, I feel ahead. like everyone just really wanted the win. Like, our whole team collectively, like, really, really wanted it. And so we came out just, like, yeah, on top, like just going after it right at the yeah. start. We were we were ready to kill them. Yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> we, we wanted it. We wanted we it re- really wanted bad. It. <laughs> yeah. What was going in, what was the preparation for the, what was it you, you were thinking, you know, we have to stop this that Wes does or whatever to, um, to get yourself a good result? We like, really were just focusing on our own offense and mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. We weren't really focusing a ton on theirs, just kind of like, building up ours and making it stronger and just like mentally preparing it we focused a lot on like transition passes Mm -hmm. and like just like running and gunning like right off the bat just like quick up and down the court passes and like fast breaks and stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. okay um then the the glen lake game yeah, I'd say Glen Lake. You guys have to prepare a little bit more for them because they're a, oh, different, a different team. I 100%. mean, they got some, some pretty big girls we've, on that team. <laughs> yeah, we've been rivals with Glen Lake for Since a long time. Grade, probably second grade. Yeah, I mean, we've just been playing with that group of girls or against them for so long, and it always is super close and super competitive. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, like, really good friends with the girls on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really close with, like, Ruby Hogan and Gemma. So it's it's always, like, a friendly competition. Yeah, it's we, fun because, yeah, like, no one – it's like a good team to play, <laughs> yeah. Because like they challenge us. Like we all like each other, so it's it doesn't get like ever like m- like bad like bad. aggressive. It just gets really it competitive. Just, yeah, but it's fun, competitive, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that's the best thing about playing them. And it was really exciting this year because like we really didn't know what the turnout was going to be. Like we went in like full. I, don't I, think, know. I think we went in again, like really, really wanting it. Like yeah. I remember walking in there and I was like, I'm not going to lose this yeah. game. Like I'm not losing this game, and we didn't. Because we've lost them. A, a few lot. times in the past. And I was like, I'm not. Like, this is our last time playing. I'm like, we got to. Yeah, we, gotta we were just ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming in with, with them being you know, undefeated and ranked number one in their division, does that change things um, at all? We were playing some pretty hard teams in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and I think we were ready. Like, we, I don't know, we kind of just figured that, like, they're a different division, so. And we know who they've been playing yeah. in the competition, so. And I think that we were the biggest competition they had had so far. Yeah, um, 100%. So I think, yeah, we were just, mm-hmm. we didn't really know what, we, what to they, expect. But and they handed them their first loss, which was... Felt good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how rewarding was that? It was very... I sure remember being so tired after that game because they're, like, Ruby Hogan's probably the f- shiftiest person I've ever guarded. Like, they're fast. Never gets tired. Reminds me so much of Russell Westbrook. And I was like... Bro, like, I was, like, dying, and she was just, like, she just kept going. I was, like... It was a fast-paced game. Very fast. Like, because definitely the fastest-paced game we've had yeah. all year. And you could tell they really wanted it, too. Like, they never once gave up, and so did we. So it was... It oh, was really... Yeah, definitely give them that. Like, they, they Yeah, they worked really hard. Mm-hmm. What was it you were able to do to um, take away the size that they have in the middle with, with Batty Bradford and Eleanor Wagner? Yeah, um, um, I'd say shooting outside. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of good outside shots by Hallie Warner. <laughs> <laughs> we had, I scored, I think, four threes, and Jakaya hit, like, two, I think. Yeah, and so, then we also had Lucia France. Um, yeah, 
really take us. us away at the end, which was really. I, I remember because Lucia wasn't finishing, and she she's not like that aggressive. Like you got to get her to that aggression. Right. So I was like, Lucia, finish. And she was like, I'm trying. I was like, Well, try harder. And, then and the she next, really like, pulled through. And then like the <laughs> next five finishes, she just got them. And yeah. Like and wands, and I was like, There yeah. you go. She was. I was so proud of her. Yeah, that was a really good game for she her. She played so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I imagine she had to expend some energy on defense. Oh, yeah. Against those two as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, both me and Lucia really worked hard yeah. on defense in the post. You were getting, mm-hmm. like, they weren't calling. It was, like, a very, like, chippy game, both sides. Yeah. Like, so he's getting hit <laughs> pretty hard. Yeah, like, we were kind of hammering each other a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> on both ends. They were yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you prefer it, do you prefer it that way? When the refs let things let everything go, or Honestly, when they're blowing the whistle all the time. If they're not calling it on both sides, then I really don't mind it. If uh, they're just letting us play, I would rather have us like in a Gus Macker three on three version where they can <laughs> not call anything and we can just like play hard and aggressive. Yeah, without, the, like the only the issue is when like they're only calling one side. Yeah, but, like. I don't when they're know. not calling both, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, and that's what mm. they were doing, honestly, yeah, <laughs> a little exactly. bit in our game, and which like, kind of was like, nice. I felt like we played, like, a lot more. It wasn't like, whistle, then we had to stop, whistle, then we had to stop. Yeah, it, and that definitely tired us out, too. Yeah, that, because <laughs> it was, like, just a jump ball, and then they'd get the ball and go, and I was like. <sighs> yeah, it felt like every possession was, like, a jump ball, or ended with a jump ball. Yeah, like, most definitely. Like, we were, it was, scra- it was a scrappy game, but, Very I mean, scrappy. that's kind of what we expected, because... We yeah. both really just, like, went after it. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. I think Lucia definitely... We were, like, <coughs> close for so long, and then Lucia's layups, like... It really helped us. like, and ones, and I think that started to finally drift us. And then, like, Chikaya <coughs> or, like... So we would hit, like, a layup or a three, and, like, then we just started getting a little Yeah, bit I think we got on a streak at the end, yeah. and it really helped us and, really like, pushed us towards the end. Mm-hmm. And you got... Toski coming up on Friday. Um, how big of a test is that for you guys? They're the only other team that doesn't have a loss yet in the league. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're practicing pretty hard for that one. We don't have any games this week. Um, yeah. Potoski just went, they just played East Kentwood on Saturday, played Cadillac on Friday, and they play West on Tuesday. So we have, like, a little bit of a... A <laughs> little bit of a... Practice advantage. Like, yeah, like, just a kind of, like, buckle down and get ready for yeah, but we're really excited for Petoskey. it'll definitely be a good game yeah it's gonna be a really good it's game. always close with them mm-hmm. i think like last year especially and yeah we're all really excited i think it'll be a really, really good excited yeah they beat us last year they sent us <laughs> home last year <laughs> they did so beat us last year but we're coming up we're coming strong we're coming out strong this year <laughs> i was like I, i'm ready yeah but they have mm-hmm. some good very good players yeah. that very they're very strong yeah, very strong players. They're all very strong, like underneath and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be a good game. It's a, it's a girls' team full of guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're strong. There's, what, three-name guy, I think, in the team? Or did one of them graduate? I think one of them graduated. Yeah, no, I think there, there's triplets. Guys, and then one yeah. graduated last year. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got that cool gym, too. Oh, yeah, they, they, I love their gym. Say, I hate their gym because okay. I, I, so <laughs> I can't shoot in their gym because they, like, the... I like having the hoops that, like, you wheel out, like, that they don't come down from the ceiling. Like, there's 
something you yep. can look at. <laughs> so they don't have that at Petoskey, so I always shoot super bad. Yeah, last year, Hallie was about five feet away from the, the <laughs> three-point line. The student section, like, really got to me last year. They were so they were yelling at her. <laughs> they, they were like, shoot it, you won't. And, and she so pulled up. And I, she, I pulled up from, like, the logo and just airballed. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, they really got after her on that it one. Was, it was so bad. It was so bad. Never again. <laughs> Never again. I've learned, I've learned from that experience. Uh, have you? <laughs> Dude, it was, we had this incident at West. It was against the West game. I read the clock. I don't wear glasses during basketball. I read the clock as 1.2 seconds, not 12.2 seconds. So Caitlin passed me the ball, and I just, like, chucked it from the logo. And I look back. It didn't go in. And I look at the clock, and there was, like, eight seconds left. And I was like, are you, what? Oh, yeah. And everyone was just like, Hallie, why'd you do that? And then West got the ball. They didn't score anything. But, like, it was just, like, so it, embarrassing because the West student section was just like, oh. It wasn't a good moment for her. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's I, I okay. I could have gotten a good shot off. She makes up for it, though, with all of the many threes she hits. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from your own, who has the best student section in, in northern Michigan or the or the, f- the funniest or the best chance? West had a really good student section, like, last, last year, year. But I honestly think that it's... Like, for our girls' game, there was, like, like probably, like, five girls. There was no guys in the student section until the end. And then even for the guys' game, there was only, like, ten guys. Yeah. And, like, the rest were girls. They used to have a really good student section, but I don't think they're really pulling through this year. I don't yeah. really know who... I mean, Grand Haven had a really big student section. True. Petoskey had a, ha, usually has a big student section. They're yeah. a little brutal, though. Yeah. They're mean. That <laughs> student section is just rude. Oh, that's like, true. I, like, it's actually just, like, so mean. I can't stand their student section. The small student section that SF has is... They're they're really like brutal. They, they like, it's like not even. It's like a basketball. very personal yeah, game. Yeah, it's like a personal attack, and I'm like, bro, you need to chill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. SF yeah. student it's section will like call out our family members. No, literally, I'm like, bro, chill. It's never that deep. God. Like so, like what? I guess what do they? Are they like, do they do that to like Caden too? When when they yeah, like I remember they called me out the for Caden a lot last year when we played SF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They chanted like "overrated" at me like last year. Uh, yeah, like, you weren't even I was rated. like, I'm like overrated. Where am I rated? They, <laughs> like, I remember what? like they were yelling at Jakaya and they were like, "She can't dribble left. She can't dribble left." And Jakaya was like, "They keep forcing me to the right, so I'm gonna take it right." And I was like, literally, like it just, it was just like yeah. just random stuff that you were like, okay. Our student section was good at the purple game yeah, our west that game was huge. it was a yeah. really good student section the togas yeah we had a really big student section for the girls game mm-hmm. which is really nice to see yeah and it mm-hmm. yeah it was nice like at the end of our game there was a ton of people um, yeah i went up to reed seed base after the game and i or during halftime i think it was and i asked him i'm like so what size sheet do you use <laughs> for the toga i'm like i'm like is it full king queen whatever and i think he said it was a Full or twin? Yeah, I think you're supposed to use a full, but <coughs> I used a twin and it worked out for me. I was good. like, I use a twin and it. I didn't wear a toga because I just can't. I didn't know we were dressing up in the theme. <laughs> I just wore my basketball stuff. But I remember last year it was Caden's senior night, and so I had to like walk out with him in a toga, <laughs> and it was like super embarrassing. But I, I love toga night. Twin. I do love toga night. Yeah, it's that everyone comes for the togas. Honestly, no, literally, like it's everyone, the most interactive theme. Yeah, everyone wants to wear a toga. Uh. <laughs> do you guys only do that once a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only it's West. against West. Okay. Yeah. I think last year we didn't do it for West, though, because it was, it was the... No, it was the Oxford game against yeah. West. So we did totally But we did have... Yeah, we did have a good turnout for that last year. We did it on last year. Night, so it was a good... 
I think we did Toga against, mm-hmm. like, Cadillac or Petoskey last year. Yeah, it was a good game, I remember uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess just, uh, how has the team changed over the last couple of years with Coach Dutmer in there? Honestly, uh, um, I think it's really gone uh, uphill for sure. Um, she's a really respectful coach, and I feel like she, like, person like she wants to get to know you personally yeah she's very she's very passionate about yes her coaching about like Mm -hmm. in each in every one of her players like if something's off about one of the players she'll know and she'll be like what like talk to me yeah she really takes the time to get to know us personally and like checks up on us which is really helpful because yeah like it can be a lot with like school and basketball and like she really wants to make sure like we're okay and we're like ready for our next games and and that I feel like just builds a foundation. Yeah, and as she's like a family and like as a program, and it has, it definitely has. She's definitely allowed like the team to come together too. Like I think like we're all connected with each other more because of her. Yeah. Like she really focuses on like team bonding and like opportunities to like get closer with our teammates, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And, and our like go-to team bonding is trivia, and it's <laughs> so fun. We get really intense <laughs> with trivia. Like we played it a couple times. Like, as a team, like, we played it once in Gaylord over a team camp, once in our Christmas party, and it's just so fun. Yeah. Just standard trivial pursuit, or what, Yeah, like, she'll game? just read like, off questions, and we'll, like, write it down on our paper, and then... Yeah, we, like, split on. up into teams, it's then... It's so fun. It's she so comes fun. up with questions, and we, like, we're, like, screaming by the end of it. We're and she got us, like, these really cute Christmas presents. <laughs> she got us, like... She got us this little thing of Aquaphor, because everyone always needs chapstick. And, like, this little, like, lotion thing, because everyone always needs lotion or chapstick. <laughs> everyone always is like, does anyone have lotion or chapstick? Yeah. And it was just so cute. And then she also got us these, like, handmade little owl stuffed animals, yeah, which is like adorable. Yeah, and, colors that her friend made us. It was yeah. so Yeah, and it's just those little things that, like, yeah. shows that she really cares about us. And it's just, yeah, she's really built up the program, and, like, she just really wants to make it stronger, and she has. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you mentioned the, the team camp in Gaylord. Um, what were some of the other things that you guys did there with team bonding? You spent a couple of days there, right? Yeah, the, we the, stayed the, the night there. Place. Yep. Yeah. We rented a place. We yeah, there was a pool there. Uh, we played a lot of games. Oh, we got ice cream. That was really fun. <laughs> we did get ice cream and ran into some of the teams we played earlier that day. Yeah, that was weird. But we, but we ended up making some friends with them. No, it was really fun. <laughs> and then we, like, would just, like, we all stayed in, like, a couple different rooms. So, like, I remember I was on the top bunk. Ashlyn was on the bottom. Sophie was on, like, the bottom <laughs> bunk. Lucia was, like, up top. But it was just, like, because, like, we'd always talk and then just fall asleep talking. So yeah, it was, like, and we'd, super fun. we'd, like, watch movies at night and then, like, sleep in that bunk room. And it was really fun. It was yeah. really a good, like, start to the season, even though it was, like, way before. But it yeah. really just got us, like. It, it definitely got us closer for yeah. sure. Because I remember, like, Lucy was, like, crocheting at the time. <laughs> like, we'd sit on the couch and just, like, relax and eat. And Lucy, <laughs> just crochet. Yeah, we have a few uh, knitters on our team. Yeah, they Aaron like to crocheting. They like to knit on the bus, bus. T- mm-hmm. to games. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like a calming thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, but we've all become really close, and like, yeah, it's yeah. it's really it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one thing I did here is that you like to make a particular noise from Alf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, during during practices and stuff. That's true. 
People think it's a dolphin impression, but it's not. I always I think it's a dolphin. I also do like to say stroke bat thing, cuzzo. She does. It's like a TikTok sound, so when they shoot, I'm like, stroke bat thing, cuzzo. I think we should hear your elf noise. I don't know if she can do it on command, though. Okay, let's, let's try it. That was good. Uh, man, the like, thing just went, like, really went, went off the it, chart. It's better when it's like in a loud gym and so I can like yeah. scream. Or when it's like dead quiet and you just hear Hallie over there. But, like, I was like, Lucia, after practice one time, I was like, Lucia, shoot free throws and see if you can make one with me making this noise. And she couldn't make one, so I was like, maybe she should try that. Yeah, we do like to yell at each other while we're shooting free throws because yeah. like and like and that's like more pretend to be the student Lucia section. Used to get like super frazzled from the student section shooting free throws and now she's done a lot better. yeah and it's because of us and it's because we just like <laughs> scream at each other when we're shooting free yeah throws. i just scream like you works. suck don't yeah. miss it's like random stuff i'll be like stroke that thing cause <laughs> <laughs> um so do you you do that like at the boys games then try to yeah when, other, yeah. when the when they like shoot when the other team shoot uh, free I'll throws be like everyone be quiet and then i'll do it <laughs> yeah nice. has, has it worked pretty well yeah it's been pretty beneficial <laughs> At our last game, for Knock, sure. Knocks down the opposing free throw percentage. One time, I was getting really excited to yell, stroke that thing, cuzzo. I told everyone to be quiet, and then some dude, who's a junior in our grade, said it before me, and I was so mad. Oh, He just, like, yeah. stole my thunder. He did. Like, he oh. really did. He, like, it was so loud, too. I was like, bro, I just told everyone I was going to do that, <laughs> and now <laughs> he didn't. Um... The one thing I think it was it was uh, the AD Justin Thorington was saying that a lot of people say that you look like Max from Stranger Things. Yep, a lot people of people say do. that. I got it a lot over the summer when my hair is like a little redder. But <laughs> I have people like when I when I work I work at Expresso Bay in Haystacks. I'll have people like come in and they'll be like, you know who you look like, and I'm like Max from Stranger Things, and they're like, you know that. And I was like, <laughs> I get it so much. And now that I cut my hair to like my shoulders, I get that a little more. Sometimes I think me and Hallie look alike. Yeah. People people sometimes mistake us. Like in the summer, Sophie's a lot tanner than me. But like in the winter, my mom like sometimes in like pictures. Yeah. We both wear like a bun. My mom like can't tell us. Yeah. Or like when we take a picture, just us two. Like sometimes I don't know. We kind of look like twins. Literally, like during powder puff. That like football game, my mom like couldn't figure out which (laughs) one was Sophie because we were both like in the exact same outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Um. One of the things that uh, Coach Sutmer said is just to ask how you guys think you've grown as players between last year and this year, being seniors now, being more kind of relied upon to be kind of leaders and do um, a lot of those things. I think I've definitely gotten more comfortable again in my, like, body. I've gotten a lot of strength in the past year, so, like, I'm a little more comfortable with, like, driving into people and – I, like freshman year I had a pretty bad like back injury so I was like super afraid of contact and I don't think I really got that until like this year I got a little like muscle on me finally and then I was like able to so I think I've grown there and having like people like freshmen look up to you I feel like that makes you yeah I think we've all improved with our like leadership skills and like we've really just kind of like I don't know taken I don't know yeah like like like, it, it's crazy that, like, freshmen and, like, sophomores, like, they look up to us. Because yeah. I remember being, like, that. in their position and looking up to, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be a senior one day. Like, they feel so old. 
but then now I'm no, like, no. I feel like I'm a freshman still. No, same. And it's like, it's crazy, but. And like. And I, we've all definitely like grown skill wise too. Um, I think our confidence in general, yeah. like, have, like. I think like everyone's just gotten like so much better at shooting and like mm-hmm. dribbling. And like going up with a ball, yeah. just like. Yeah, we're not as like nervous or like hesitant to do things. Like yeah. we're really. Lucia's really improved. Yeah, like we. Like, that and I, obviously, like she'd be like, she would be scared. Like she's a freshman on varsity. Like anyone would be scared. But like, through the past year, she's gone. Like she's gotten so much stronger with the ball and like going up and like yeah. getting that and one. And I think like our whole team like helps each other with those things. Like yeah. if someone's struggling with something, whether it's like their confidence mm-hmm. or like anything like that, we really encourage each other. And I think that's what's helped so much, especially 100%. with Lucia going up. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because you do have a few of your big contributors on the team are fairly young players. Yeah, yeah I'm excited right. to see where, like, what where they do they next year yeah. and, like, their senior year. Or, like, where they end up, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're both involved in the student-athlete um, leadership, leadership organization. Yeah, yeah right? we actually were doing volunteering this morning for that. From we uh, cleaned up trash all around our school. Yeah. <laughs> so um, from we had practice from ten to twelve, but we cleaned up trash from nine to ten. Yeah. Um, per our little group. Yeah, but service. yeah, but that's been fun though. Like just interacting with other players and like because we all other kind athletes. of yeah, like we all have something in common and like understand like what it's like, and it yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a new experience. I like it. And how many people are in that? A, a lot. lot. There's like fifty. Fifty. Some. Yeah, probably 50 like fifty. Because we each have like, like Lily's our our executive board member, so she's like, our little like boss or not like yeah, boss. Yeah. So but we like have like we're person. like split up into different groups, and there's like leaders for each group, and so mm-hmm. it's like athletes from a bunch of different teams like in one group, and they like pick the groups, so like, Lily's on a part of the executive board, and like Caitlin. Reed, JJ. Yeah. And they're all, like, leaders for their own teams. Yeah. And there's, like, in our group, we have, like, swimmers, track athletes, basketball, basketball volleyball. Tennis. Yeah, like, there's like everything. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And then we get to, like, know like get to know each other, like, outside of school and stuff like that and do good in our yeah. community. The only issue is, like, mm-hmm. coming up with a time to, like, do these things yes, because we're because, all so busy with sports. Because we all have different... <laughs> practice times and like mm-hmm. it's like, and we're all I remember busy Asher was like I can't do this day like we have a ski race and we were like well we can't do that day we have yeah practice. yeah it's definitely hard like coming up with times mm-hmm. 100%. okay um and the one game that you guys lost this season was Northville mm-hmm. um at the down at their place you know and they're part of their showcase what was it you took from that game and and, um, and learn and are able to uh, kind of apply since then. warm-ups. Yeah, that game was really, like, a turning point, I think, for our team this season. Like an um, eye-opener that we yeah, need to buckle down and I get think, Yeah, we kind of needed together. that loss to, like, show us what we needed to work on. Um, we didn't. I think we started off the game, like, we weren't really in it, like, mentally we, and yeah. physically. We weren't, like, really ready. And, like, from there on, like, we made the choice, like, we're going to start focusing, like, in warm-ups and we're going to, like, go out with all we have and not, like, hold back anything. Yeah. And that's, like, really turned us around, and, and we haven't had that issue since. It was, like, a four-hour bus ride, but we got there and only had, like, two minutes to change. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't get to listen to, like, our pregame music in the locker room. Yeah. But, like, we just had to, like, go, and I don't feel like any of us, like, really wanted to be there, and, like, we need to want it. 
to mm -hmm. win. And, like, that's mm -hmm. what we've like every been doing was. the past few games. Like, we've we wanted it. Yeah, we learned from that and, like, really took that into account. Mm -hmm. Well, you'd had, like, over a week off, I think, right? And it was mm -hmm. sandwiched in between Christmas and New yeah. Year's. Yeah. But, like, the bus ride, we had to, like, share it with the guys, and, and we were, like, all doubled up. Yeah, and it was just a really long bus ride, and then we got down there, we were just tired. We hadn't practiced a lot before that. And then it was just, like, the refs were, like, the best. <laughs> yeah. So we it don't was just, like, one thing after another and just led us to our downfall. Yeah. It was just a whole mix of things. Yeah. And, like, the game was super just aggressive and, like, yeah. Yeah. Scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you said you were going to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what led you there? Um, I really like warm weather. <laughs> um, <laughs> she gets so tan. She gets so tan. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I hate the winter. I hate the cold. Um, and I don't know. I want to go into pre-law, so I'm going to major in philosophy, and they just had a really good major that, there that would help me for that. Um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get away and, like, experience living somewhere else. So kind of thought that college was a good opportunity for that. So I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. And you're going to Western, yeah. right? What are you going to be doing there? Um, I'm going to study criminal psychology. Okay. And I've toured their campus and, like, done some stuff through there. And, like, my dad went there and my mom went there. And it's just a really good program for a criminal psych. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you hope to go into from that? Um, Be, like, like, investigate criminals and, like, what goes on in their mind for okay. that. Okay. So basically, like, police work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, one thing I was also told is that she's basically kind of like the entertainment for the team. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps everybody laughing. What, oh, stuff, yeah. does she, what stuff does she oh, do? I have a really good cake pop impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just, like, quotes random things at the most random times. And, like, she's so quick with, like, her comebacks. Com comebacks. And, and like, I have, like, really spitfire. <laughs> like, I always have to, my mom always tells me that I have to have, like, the last word. So, like, if someone say, says something to me, I'll be, like... And just, like, her delivery with her jokes is just so on point. And it's just so good. Um, there's this, like, TikTok about, like, a Starbucks cake pop. <laughs> and so I do this little thing that's, like, is that a Starbucks cake pop? Cake pop! <laughs> and they think it's so funny. <laughs> just anything that comes out of Hallie's mouth so is like, just hilarious. So, like, when I yell it in practice or something. I remember we were, like, dead silent in practice. And, like, everyone was, like, about to shoot. And I did, like, my little ALF impression. <laughs> yeah. The the mating call of <laughs> it. That's what it's called. And, <laughs> and everyone just turned and looked. And, like, no one laughed. I remember because no one laughed. They were just, like, actually, it was so funny. Like, I was dying laughing. And then they started laughing. But, like, they all just looked like, what was that? Yeah, we all just, like, match each other's energy and just, yeah. like, feed off of each other's jokes. That's and, like, 100%. yeah, we, we're always, like, laughing. We we're always having other, a good time. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's what makes it fun, too. Yeah, like, practices mm -hmm. are fun. Mm-hmm. Because like, we all, like, like, like each other. And, like, we, like, like, we all just get to see our friends. Yeah, and, like, and, like we have fun together. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys, we were talking before the, before recording, and you, say, you guys were saying you had some pretty good stories. <laughs> about the basketball team and stuff. Or what were um, some of those that you were going to bring up? Um, one time, so this isn't, this is like a, a couple of us on the team have been playing together since like second grade. Yeah, we played travel basketball. Mm -hmm. um, we were called the TC Defenders. Yeah, we, we were pretty good. We were like, <laughs> we were basically them. Um, and so one time we were playing at East Middle School and our 
prior coach, Jeff Rademacher, his daughter used to play Sydney, but she's now a really good golfer. And, um, but, so we were playing West, actually, and I remember this game vividly because I got to shoot free throws to, like, win or lose the game, and I lost the game. <laughs> and when we were, like, shooting free throws at Saginaw Heritage, I was, like, going to make free throws to win or lose the game, and I was like, I got to make these, like, I'm not reliving West. But in, like, the middle of the game, coach was like, foul, Sydney, foul, like, on the layup. <laughs> and she just two-hand shoves the girl to the ground, like, an intentional foul. Like, like not, not subtle at all. Like, she just, like, full-on, like, for no reason, just shoved her to the ground. And Jeff was like, Sydney, what are you doing? Like, got so mad at her because, like, Sydney didn't know what to do. Like, she heard foul, so she was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I got to get her on the ground, apparently. Yeah, so she got, they called an intentional foul on her for that. And so I remember Coach was so mad, but it was just like we were all laughing so hard. Like, we were – it was, like, such a tight game, but, like, the fact that Sydney – and Sydney wouldn't hurt a fly. Like, she's the <laughs> shyest person you'll ever meet. And the fact that she did that – and. Like, he called an intentional for it. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I feel like we have so many other stories, I have to think. A lot of, like, stories involve us, like, falling in practice, I feel like. Yeah, or just, like, saying random things. Like, um. one of us will, like, fall in practice, and it's, like, the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. I remember last year, Sophie and I were, like, in the huddle, and she was, like, she was standing up, but she was, like, she had, like, all her weight on one leg, like, sideways. <laughs> And I did this thing where I, like, go up and, like, kick the back of their leg. And so it, like, Like, the back over. of their knee. But mm-hmm. I did it, and Sophie collapsed, like, on her butt. And I was <laughs> laughing. The coach was like, what's, what's wrong? Like, Sophie's <laughs> on the ground. And I, I thought it was the funniest thing she ever. She gets me at the worst times with it. I hate it. <laughs> so funny. My knee just gives out. Like, and we'll then... be running through place, and we'll, like, stop talking. Or, like, coach will talk, and, like, I'm just, like, kind of walking around because I can't stay in one place. I'll just, like, hit the back of their legs, and it's so funny. <sighs> yeah. Another little quirk with our team, um, we always have to have a trash can by the edge of the <laughs> of the, of the court like because Hallie, Hallie and Jakaya um, are pukers and they throw up when they run a little too much. Against Glen Lake. So. I was so winded because you were just like a little energetic bunny in like halftime. Everyone was, I was like, usually like halftime you just grab water and like run, but no one, everyone was just like sitting there and I was like, guys, like I gotta go, like I'm gonna go throw up. Yeah. So, like, usually when we go to a game, we have it on, like, all four corners in case Ja'Kai and I... Yeah, you always see Hallie, like, over by the trash can, just, like, face in (laughs) the trash can during halftime. Sometimes (laughs) I run a little too hard, and my mom's like, you're out of shape, but, I mean, I just... She just has a weak stomach, I I don't know. I I swear I'm not out of shape, Mom. I do basketball all year round, and and I do track in the spring. But it's just, like, sometimes I do eat, like, terribly, though. But, like, like before practice, I'll, like, have a little Debbie. Like, or before a game, I'll have, like, eat, like, Sour Patch Kids in the middle of practice. Uh, I got really hungry, and I only had, I have, like, candy in my bag, in my basketball bag, because my mom always eats me candy before a game, so it, like, amps me up. So, like, I just, I was really hungry during the middle of practice, and I had some Skittles. Skittles, that's what it was. I didn't throw up during practice, but, like, sometimes I'll, like, have, like, you can talk to Sarah Parker about this, but, like, one time I had my coat on, and we were, like, it was during the JV game, and I, like, pulled out a little Debbie. She's like, what is that? I was like, it's my pocket Debbie. <laughs> it's, like, my pocket little Debbie. And so I ate it, and then I played the game. And I was just like, word, but it was my pocket Debbie. Like, I eat terribly, but throw it out. It works for her. Yeah, it works. <laughs> this is more of just a nerves thing? Yeah, it's definitely Kinda. a nerves thing. I remember um, sophomore year, because it was COVID. 
I like I got quarantined, so I, I had like an extended um, Christmas break, and we had tryouts. And I like was so nervous about tryouts that like in the middle of Mr. McGurn's first hour of biomed, I went to the bathroom and just threw up. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, like you gotta call me out of class, like I'm just throwing up. Aww. But it's definitely gotten a lot better with like confidence. Yeah. And, like, stuff like I'm definitely not as nervous as yeah. last year. We do all get really nervous though like, for get, every game. We, like we have since like defenders, like every single like Liz gets nervous. Lucy gets nervous. Like every single we, player is just yeah. Like, <gasps> we're like shaking before, but honestly, like it builds the adrenaline. It and does. Like and it helps out, us. Like as soon as like mm-hmm. you hear like the whistle mm-hmm. of the jump ball, like, everything goes away. Yeah. When you're running up and down the court, everything. Yeah and yeah. <laughs> we also always have Aquaphor on our bench too because like a, tub. a tub of it's Aquaphor. Always, it's always chapstick <laughs> motion. Mm-hmm. With chapstick motion. And Jakaya has this, like, weird thing where she, like, only eats ice. <laughs> she, like, doesn't drink water. She, like, only eats ice. Yeah. So, like, you'll just see, like, half our water bottle lids just, like, hit, like, random places because she'll just, like, take just, one of yeah. our waters and just reach in and grab a thing of ice and just eat it. I know. I cut that off. She started doing that to me in, like, fourth grade. And I was like, Jakaya, there's no way you're sticking your dirty, dirty hands, hands down my water. water to get my ice. Like, that's no. <laughs> and then I got sick, so Jakaya doesn't like drink out of my <laughs> water anymore thank god but i know blaze is a target for that ice because Liz has really good ice oh yeah so no. always, like you'll just be on the bench and you see jakaya's hand go in the water bottle it's so funny <laughs> i remember for her birthday like lucia got her an ice machine like the really good like pellet yeah, ice like the ice makers nice okay. <laughs> cool well thanks for coming here and thanks for joining us thanks for spending your year yeah your thank you yeah awesome thank you afternoon. for having us <laughs> everything yeah best of luck rest of the season Thank Thank you you so much. much. All right. Thanks again to Hallie and Sophie uh, for joining James on their holiday off. Uh, Greatly appreciate it. uh, James, of course, appreciate you working on the holiday as well. Hopefully uh, the next two days. Uh, on that long drive uh, back and forth from Wisconsin uh, aren't too bad. Um, but, uh, oh, as always, well, I forgot this at the top of the show and uh, at, the, uh, at the interview as well, but the, the Get Around podcast here at the Traverse City Record Eagle is brought to you by <laughs> Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. They make fre- subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fresh. Freaky fast. Jeez. Yeah, freaky Look at this. A little rust. A little rust. After all this time off, yeah, uh, forgetting how to do the reads for Jimmy John's. My goodness. All right. So, yeah, uh, two locations in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh, and they do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. Yay. All right. Uh, get around Hall of Fame time. Uh, let's nominate our uh, athletes of the week. I will get us started. Um, we talked about this uh, a little bit before. But uh, Glenn Lake's Luke Hazelton uh, has been a scoring machine. Um, put up 40 points and then 38 points in back-to-back blowout wins against Buckley uh, and Sutton's Bay. Also dropped 39 against Charlevoix a couple of weeks ago. Um, arguably the best scorer uh, in the area. Uh, I'm sure others have a case to make, but right now uh, I, I would put Luke Hazelton uh, right up at the top. Um, so that is that's my nomination for the streaking uh, Lakers of Glen Lake, the Glen Lake Lake Glens, as uh, 
we'll start that campaign right now. Let's go. Uh, I can go next. Uh, so mine is on the girls' basketball side. Uh, we just touched on brethren uh, before the interview. Uh, I'm going Maddie Biller. She dropped 17 on Monday against Buckley. But not only that, she also helped. She has continued to help her team thrive to new heights that they have never seen before, which is 11-0. First time in program history. So uh, giving it to uh, Maddie Biller, her brother in Ghost Basketball. Awesome. James. Uh, I'm going to put up uh, Anthony Reibel for his game against Traverse City West. 35 points. Nobody else on the team had more than six. Uh, he's, he scored 10 in the first quarter, and then 5, 8, and 12 to close out that win against uh, Traverse City West. And uh, just, just did it in dominating fashion. I mean, he, he took over that game. He really did. I got a chance to watch some of it up at the top while I was typing my girls' basketball story. It's very loud. I told James after their game I didn't anticipate it to be that loud, and it was loud. Very loud. Oh, yeah. I guess oh, loud yeah. There. Even the AD was like, first game, like, yeah. Enjoy. Thanks. All right, now we can we can vote or we can put all three in since we haven't been putting any uh, anybody in uh, for the last several weeks. Yeah, why don't we just make these three retroactive for the last three weeks? Yeah. There we go. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to all me. Right, so uh, congratulations to Glenn Lakes, Luke Hazleton, Trevor City Central's Anthony Rival, and Brethren's Maddie Biller. On your induction into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right, let us wrap up the show with our happy endings, the things that made you happy inside of sports and what made you happy outside of sports. Uh, Let's start inside. Um, Guys, uh, what from this week, uh, this past week, made you happy uh, inside of sports? Well, this wasn't exactly from the last week, but I mean, it was the weekend before that. But the, I, part of the reason, probably, why we didn't do the podcast last week, is because it's because I was gone in Green Bay. Saw one of the. It's a great game to go to, man. To see the Lions take care of the Packers, got to ring the bell on myself, and, uh, <laughs> and it was just a great game. It's like the second time I've ever been to Lambeau in my life, and uh, and for the Lions to pull through this time. The first time that I went to see the Packers and Lions play at Lambeau was the year the Lions went 0-16. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that well, was... Uh, situation now. What a long season that was. It was a long season. Well, that, was, that was definitely pretty awesome. That was wonderful to, to see the Lions knock the Packers out of the, uh, the playoffs uh, after the <laughs> Lions pretty much knew themselves that they had, uh, they had no chance of getting in. And I think, like, it was a tie between... The Rams and Seahawks, or something yeah, that could have, Seahawks would, that would have done if, it. If yeah. the Rams had won that game, then the oh, Lions okay. would have gotten in by beating the Packers. Only Baker Mayfield didn't okay. throw an interception. Like he, yeah. Nice. But uh, for me, honestly, it's a good week of fo- good weekend of football. Personally, it was just cool to watch. Um, and then outside for personal personal note, it's cool to see my buddy um, get his first playoff start. Actually, he start. I mean, James messaged me saying Rashad White needs to be used more. They actually used him a lot more. It seemed like they used him a lot more. So it was cool to see my buddy get his first playoff start. Um, although they did not win, but it was cool just to see him play. Like, that was that was really cool. Like, I actually know someone playing. So that was awesome to watch. So. 
Awesome. All right. Uh, for, for me, uh, what made me happy uh, inside of sports, obviously uh, the Bears getting the number one draft pick, which they will no <laughs> doubt uh, trade down from uh, and hopefully get a, a wealth of uh, draft picks and, and maybe even some uh, you know current roster help. Uh, that would be that'd be cool. But um, I am I'm going to go with uh, the Jaguars comeback. Yes. Uh, over the over the Chargers, uh, down twenty-seven nothing, uh, and then I think twenty-seven to they, they managed to come back and, and win thirty-one to thirty, uh, which is just wild. And one of the reasons why I really like it, and this is something that will start ringing the bell for me on every time I bring up pro wrestling. Uh, the family that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars owns AEW, which yep. is the wrestling company uh, that that I love. Um, so, of course, I was rooting for the Jags to win. To see them come back was great. Um, I, I, I also love uh, whoever made bets when the, <laughs> the Jaguars were down uh, 27 to nothing. I think. Oh, did you hear about the one guy? The Jaguars. The oh, I'm going to bring it up right now. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up right now. Um, <laughs> so, there uh, two two things betting. Um if you placed a bet on the uh, the Jags to win when they were down twenty seven to nothing, I think you were getting plus twenty two hundred yep. odds. Yep. Um, so for those who took advantage of that, I, I hope you're very happy. <laughs> I do feel bad. I do feel bad for this guy um, who placed yeah. a one point four million dollar bet. I, I don't feel bad for win, that guy. I don't either. To, He's Who got one point four million 11? sitting around just to throw around on bets. It was like minus three sixty. Yes. Like, so no, no, no. It was minus twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah, so he, he only would have so he, bet, he, he bet. He bet one point four million dollars to win, win eleven thousand two hundred dollars, and he lost. That so that yes, it is funny. <laughs> I mean, I I can't imagine the pit in that guy's stomach. When he saw that field goal go through and the Jags win, um, but hey, if you've got 1.4 million to lose, you got 1.4 million to lose. Sports um, gambling, baby. So, so I'll, I'll get us started uh, on uh, what made us happy outside of sports this week, and I will go with uh, the premiere of The Last of Us uh, on HBO uh, on Sunday. Um, I watched it Sunday night and was. It lived up to and exceeded my expectations in every way for someone who's played the the video game. Um, the the performances were incredible. Uh, the for those who have not played the video game, the the shock that you will go through uh, in this first episode um, is pretty incredible. The way that they the, just the way that they started, it's it's perfect. I, I perfect in, in in every single way. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's the start of the first season, um, and just the first the first episode is out. It's I think it's about an hour and twenty four minutes. Um, but uh, if you have some time, sit down and and watch it, and just really watch it. Don't have your phone on you. Know, just just watch it. Just watch it. So that that that's what made me happy uh, outside of sports this week. That that uh, a game that I really enjoyed playing the the film or on TV adaptation seems to be off to a great start. That's good to know. Uh, um, I can go. Um, Two quick ones. One would be the feedback that people have sent me after my column. Um, I really appreciate it. Which was great, Uh, by the way. 
Yeah, really great. a lot of people back home was very uh, emotional about it. Uh, specifically, my parents were very emotional about it. My dad couldn't finish it because he was just like, oh, this is really good. It's like, oh, I appreciate you. And uh, the head coach of TC Central Coast Basketball, she reached out to me and said uh, she really appreciated it. I was like, oh, uh, thank you. So it's a little, little notes like that. It was really awesome to see. And then uh, that same day, uh, me and my buddy during Sunday night after, because we were talking about sports gambling, so I decided this is the perfect opportunity to mention this. We uh, we weren't really doing too good in the first two games, and all of a sudden, we were like, all right, let's one more, and then call it a, call it a week. So we put together J.K. Dobbins, 60-plus rushing, Jamal Chase, 70-plus receiving, Baltimore to cover 10.5, and, and Joe Burrow touchdown. All of those happened to win a $25 and return $1,136. So Holy on, Moses. So on Sunday night, I was sitting on my apartment floor. It was a plus 4,396 parlay. 25 bucks, $1,164.47. That was my so Sunday night. Split- did you guys we split, split it, so I got five. He, nice. I got six hundred. He got five hundred. Yeah, that was my Sunday night, and I still to this day it's Tuesday. Can't get over it. Like I awesome. don't know how that hit. It all, and then the next day I uh, looked up Joe Burrow's foundation, and because of Joe Burrow, I donated to his charity. So I returned a little bit of what he gave me. So. Well, you're better than I am because I would keep it all for myself. Exactly. That's what all my friends told me. I'm like, you know what? Without Joe Burrow, this was never a hit. So thank you, Joe Burrow. Appreciate you. All right, James, your favorite thing or what made you happy outside of sports? Uh, And this is, I don't know if it's it's petty or not, but uh, there's this one uh, kind of semi-viral video going around on on Twitter um, from the Miss World competition. Where like oh the, my god! Yeah. Like at the I beginning, awesome. where they have all the all of them like excitedly Fantastic. announce their name or their country that they're from. Yeah. And awesome. I don't know if Miss France didn't understand what she was supposed to do or was like, "I don't want to do this," but the way she said France was just awesome. And I'll just leave it at that and just go no, watch she, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go go watch it. But yeah, she goes false. It was it was horrendous, and I watched that so many times. Yeah, so James, funny. yes, thank you, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, uh, and guys, uh, thank you for another wonderful episode of the uh, Get Around Podcast. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Appreciate your time, your hard work, your efforts, uh, and I know all the people out there do too as well. Um, Jordan, I, I know getting little notes like that and feedback is is always great. And uh, I, I'm glad that people reached out to you about your column. Um, thank you to our Audible viewers uh, who are tuning in to the podcast uh, every single week. We are back. We are better than ever. We'll be back next week as well. Uh, so for James Cook and Jordan Puente, I'm Brendan Queeley. Episode 238 of the Get Around Podcast is in the books.